section seventeen part one chapter three continued of the four horsemen of the apocalypse by vicente blasco ibanez this librivox recording is in the public domain in the midst of the fine and elegant south american ladies who looked as if they had just escaped from a fashion sheet her eyes sought other women not so well dressed fat with theatrical ermine and antique jewelry when these high-born dames met each other in the vestibule they spoke with heavy voices and expressive gestures emphasizing their words energetically the daughter of the ranch ventured to salute them because she had subscribed to all their pet charities and upon seeing her greeting returned she felt a satisfaction which made her momentarily forget her woes they belonged to those families which her father had so greatly admired without knowing why they came from the mother country and to the good chicha were all excellentissimas or altissimas related to kings she did not know whether to give them her hand or bend the knee as she had vaguely heard was the custom at court but soon she recalled her preoccupation and went forward to wrestle in prayer with god ay that he would mercifully remember her that he would not long forget her son it was glory that remembered julio stretching out to him her arms of light so that he suddenly awoke to find himself surrounded by all the honors and advantages of celebrity fame cunningly surprises mankind on the most crooked and unexpected of roads neither the painting of souls nor a fitful existence full of extravagant love affairs and complicated duels had brought desnoyers this renown it was glory that put him on his feet a new pleasure for the delight of humanity had come from the other side of the seas people were asking one another in the mysterious tones of the initiated who wished to recognize a familiar spirit do you know how to tango the tango had taken possession of the world it was the heroic hymn of a humanity that was suddenly concentrating its aspirations on the harmonious rhythm of the thigh joints measuring its intelligence by the agility of its feet an incoherent and monotonous music of african inspiration was satisfying the artistic ideals of a society that required nothing better the world was dancing 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 a negro dance from cuba introduced into south america by mariners who shipped jerked beef to the antilles conquered the entire earth in a few months completely encircling it bounding victoriously from nation to nation like the marseillaise it was even penetrating into the most ceremonious courts overturning all traditions of conservation and etiquette like a song of the revolution the revolution of frivolity the pope even had become a master of the dance recommending the furlana instead of the tango since all the christian world regardless of sects was united in the common desire to agitate its feet with the tireless frenzy of the possessed of the middle ages julio desnoyers upon meeting this dance of his childhood in full swing in paris devoted himself to it with the confidence that an old love inspires who could have foretold that when as a student he was frequenting the lowest dance halls in buenos aires watched by the police that he was really serving an apprenticeship to glory from five to seven in the salons of the champs d'elysees 
where it cost five francs for a cup of tea and the privilege of joining in the sacred dance hundreds of eyes followed him with admiration he has the key said the women appraising his slender elegance medium stature and muscular springs and he in abbreviated jacket and expansive shirt bosom with his small girlish feet encased in high-heeled patent leathers with white tops danced gravely thoughtfully silently like a mathematician working out a problem under the lights that shed bluish tones upon his plastered glossy locks ladies asked to be presented to him in the sweet hope that their friends might envy them when they beheld them in the arms of the master invitations simply rained upon julio the most exclusive salons were thrown open to him so that every afternoon he made a dozen new acquaintances the fashion had brought over professors from the other side of the sea compatriots from the slums of buenos aires haughty and confused at being applauded like famous lecturers or tenors but julio triumphed over these vulgarians who danced for money and the incidents of his former life were considered by the women as deeds of romantic gallantry you are killing yourself argensola would say you are dancing too much the glory of his friend and master was only making more trouble for him his placid readings before the fire were now subject to daily interruptions it was impossible to read more than a chapter the celebrated man was continually ordering him to betake himself to the street a new lesson sighed the parasite and when he was alone in the studio numerous callers all women some inquisitive and aggressive others sad with a deserted air were constantly interrupting his thoughtful pursuits one of them terrified the occupants of the studio with her insistence she was a north american of uncertain age somewhere between thirty-two and fifty-nine with short skirts that whenever she sat down seemed to fly up as if moved by a spring various dances with desnoyers and a visit to the rue de la pompe she seemed to consider as her sacred rights and she pursued the master with the desperation of an abandoned zealot julio had made good his escape upon learning that this beauty of youthful elegance when seen from the back had two grandchildren master desnoyers has gone out argensola would invariably say upon receiving her and thereupon she would burst into tears and threats longing to kill herself then and there that her corpse might frighten away those other women who would come to rob her of what she considered her special privilege now it was argensola who sped his companion to the street when he wished to be alone he had only to remark casually i believe that yankee is coming and the great man would beat a hasty retreat oftentimes in his desperate flight availing himself of the back stairs at this time began to develop the most important event in julio's existence the desnoyers family was to be united with that of senator lacour rene his only son had succeeded in awakening in chichi a certain interest that was almost love the dignitary enjoyed thinking of his son allied to the boundless plains and immense herds whose description always affected him like a marvellous tale he was a widower but he enjoyed giving 
at his home famous banquets and parties every new celebrity immediately suggested to him the idea of giving a dinner no illustrious person passing through paris polar explorer or famous singer could escape being exhibited in the dining-room of la cour the son of desnoyers at whom he had scarcely glanced before now inspired him with sudden interest the senator was a thoroughly up-to-date man who did not classify glory nor distinguish reputations it was enough for him that a name should be on everybody's lips for him to accept it with enthusiasm when julio responded to his invitation he presented him with pride to his friends and came very near to calling him dear master the tango was monopolizing all conversation nowadays even in the academy they were taking it up in order to demonstrate that the youth of ancient athens had diverted itself in a somewhat similar way and lacour had dreamed all his life of an athenian republic at these reunions desnoyers became acquainted with the lauriers he was an engineer who owned a motor factory for automobiles in the outskirts of paris a man about thirty-five tall rather heavy and silent with a deliberate air as though he wished to see deeply into men and things she was of a light frivolous character loving life for the satisfactions and pleasures which it brought her appearing to accept with smiling conformity the silent and grave adoration of her husband she could not well do less with a man of his merits besides she had brought to the marriage a dowry of three hundred thousand francs a capital which had enabled the engineer to enlarge his business the senator had been instrumental in arranging this marriage he was interested in laurier because he was the son of an old friend upon marguerite laurier the presence of julio flashed like a ray of sunlight in the tiresome salon of lacour she was dancing the fad of the hour and frequenting the tango teas where reigned the adored desnoyers and to think that she was being entertained with this celebrated and interesting man that the other women were raving about in order that he might not take her for a mere middle-class woman like the other guests at the senator's party she spoke of her modistes all up from the rue de la paix declaring gravely that no woman who had any self-respect could possibly walk through the streets wearing a gown costing less than eight hundred francs and that the hat of a thousand francs but a few years ago an astonishing novelty was nowadays a very ordinary affair this acquaintanceship made the little laurier as her friends called her notwithstanding her tallness much sought by the master of the dance in spite of the looks of wrath and envy hurled at her by the others what a triumph for the wife of a simple engineer who was used to going everywhere in her mother's automobile julio at first had supposed her like all the others who were languishing in his arms following the rhythmic complications of the dance but he soon found that she was very different her coquetry after the first confidential words but increased his admiration he really had never before been thrown with a woman of her class those of his first social period were the habitues of the night restaurants paid for their witchery now glory was tossing into his arms ladies of high position but with an unconfessable past anxious for novelties although exceedingly mature 
this middle-class woman who would advance so confidently toward him and then retreat with such capricious outbursts of modesty was a new type for him the tango salons soon began to suffer a great loss desnoyers was permitting himself to be seen there with less frequency handing glory over to the professionals sometimes entire weeks slipped by without the five to seven devotees being able to admire his black locks and his tiny patent leathers twinkling under the lights in time with his graceful movements marguerite was also avoiding these places the meetings of the two were taking place in accordance with what she had read in the love stories of paris she was going in search of julio fearing to be recognized tremulous with emotion selecting her most inconspicuous suit and covering her face with a close veil the veil of adultery as her friends called it they had their trysts in the least frequented squares of the district frequently changing the places like timid birds that at the slightest disturbance fly to the perch a little further away sometimes they would meet in the butte chaumont at others they preferred the gardens on the left bank of the seine the luxembourg and even the distant parc de montsouris she was always in tremors of terror lest her husband might surprise them although she well knew that the industrious engineer was in his factory a great distance away her agitated aspect her excessive precautions in order to slip by unseen only served to attract the attention of the passers-by although julio was waxing impatient with the annoyance of this wandering love affair which only amounted to a few fugitive kisses he finally held his peace dominated by marguerite's pleadings she did not wish merely to be one of the procession of his sweethearts it was necessary to convince herself first that this love was going to last for ever it was her first slip and she wanted it to be the last ay her former spotless reputation what would people say the two returned to their adolescent period loving each other as they had never loved before with the confident and childish passion of fifteen-year-olds julio had leaped from childhood to libertinism taking his initiation into life at a single bound she had desired marriage in order to acquire the respect and liberty of a married woman but feeling toward her husband only a vague gratitude we end where others begin she said to desnoyers their passion took the form of an intense reciprocal and vulgar love they felt a romantic sentimentality in clasping hands or exchanging kisses on a garden bench in the twilight he was treasuring a ringlet of marguerite's although he doubted its genuineness with a vague suspicion that it might be one of the latest wisps of fashion she would cuddle down with her head on his shoulder as though imploring his protection although always in the open air if julio ever attempted greater intimacy in a carriage madame would repel him most vigorously a contradictory duality appeared to inspire her actions every morning on awaking she would decide to yield but then when near him her middle-class respectability jealous of its reputation kept her faithful to her mother's teachings one day she agreed to visit his studio with the interest that the haunts of the loved one always inspires promise that you will not take advantage of me he readily promised swearing that everything should be as marguerite wished 
but from that day they were no longer seen in the gardens nor wandering around persecuted by the winter winds they preferred the studio and argensola had to rearrange his existence seeking the stove of another artist friend in order to continue his reading end of section seventeen recording by tony oliva albuquerque new mexico